Hey, 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 Closet Busters, come on and gather around. It's time once again to kick down those closet doors of life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens, Bold Move Expert and Coming Out Coach, and I'm going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloseted. So come on, grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step in to living your truth as we explore more stories, tips, and tricks for living your life uncloseted. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family, it is time once again to step out of those closets, make your bold moves, and live your life without apologies. And today, we're going to go dance, 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 dance. We're going to talk about some music and what it's like when you want what you want and what i want is for you to meet an amazing new singer who's coming on the scene and she's been produced by a danish dmd producer and i don't know it's just i'm really excited as you can tell because i'm kind of fumbling for words right now but what i love 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 about lachi is she has overcome some huge barriers to get to where she's going and she is just cranking out some cool kick-ass music. We're going to have a uh, little link over to her music video and stuff on the website. But girl, I am excited to have you here today. So welcome, Lachi, to our little podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. I can tell we're going to have fun already. She's sassy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is cool. I mean, uh, you're a little Southern belle that's just like suddenly you are reaching out, girl, and you are going for the big stuff. So um, congrats on the early success, I know the, um, the whatever we want to call it, single or whatever just came out. You've got some good spins, as you told me right before we came on the air here. But um, so let's learn everything we can about Lachi because I think we've got a beautiful, beautiful story to share here. So um, yeah, let's dive in. So what's the biggest thing you think our listeners need to know about you right now other than oh, your kicking booty? Wow. That's, you're just going to whip out the, a yeah, we're, we just go right there. We don't, we don't fuck okay. around on this. We don't fuck around on this podcast. We oh, oh, oh cool. We can also cuss apparently. We can curse. Yes, we can. <laughs> so, um, so let me kind of set it up. You have definitely had some barriers to overcome to sure. get through where you're going. Right. And, um, so let's start there. Yeah. So I am legally blind, visually mm-hmm. impaired, mm-hmm. uh, but that's, I, I like to have that as more of a factoid. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I mean, basically what I am is a singer, songwriter, performing and recording artist that specializes in dance and electronic music and urban things. And then for the little side note, I am also visually impaired. And, and you, you mentioned about overcoming barriers. And I mean, there is, there are strong movements out there for a lot of marginalized groups, but there's not the strongest movement out there for the disabled. Yep. Uh, so it does take a lot. I do get a lot of sort of head turnings of what? Oh, what, what do we do? How do we act mm-hmm. around her? Like, are we supposed to take her arm? Do we pretend she can't see us and run away? Right. Uh, why does she have a cane? But, so there's a lot of confusion. Um, especially since I carry myself very independently. Yep. There's a lot of confusion. And then there's also just a lot of, not in the sense of personally, what do we do with her? I mean, that happens a lot, but a lot of people say, well, how do we market her? Or how mm-hmm. do, when she comes to a venue, what are we supposed to do? Do we need like a ramp? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so, so it's a lot of it is just people not understand, like 
there's just so much stigma that hasn't been broken yet. And it, um, there's just a lot of fight to get through just to get people to listen and to hear me. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's interesting because it is so similar. Right. It is so similar to what's going on with the transgender movement. It's like people, they don't know how to do this. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, first of all, guess what? They're human. Yeah. So we just, let's start by treating them like a human being. Yeah. Okay. That's a good place to start. Right. And then you get curious and you would say, so, hey, Lachi, tell me what you need to make it easy for you when you come and you be on my podcast, you know, or how do you show up when you go to a music venue or when you go to an award show or whatever, you know, you're making a personal appearance. Tell me what you need, because exactly. that's kind of what we do with anybody else. Right. That is true. I mean, we're all just bones and tissue covered by skin at the end of the day. Yep. So there's no difference just because someone has a difference of opinion or a difference of preference. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what have you done to really like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I am. And you know what? I just keep going because I know you keep going. You wouldn't be doing the right. stuff you're doing. You're, you are not going to let this, this unique piece of yourself. I hate to call them disabilities. It's your unique piece of yourself. Hold you back. Well, part of it is, I am super duper passionate about music. Mm -hmm. I'm just super passionate about music. There's, once you really have your passion, I mean, there's not much that can stand in the way at the end of the day. Uh, I mean, I had a day job. I threw that to the wind. I had some, you know, negative naysayers on my team. I threw them to the wind. It's, you just keep throwing things that are holding you back to the wind and to, to pursue your passion. Nothing can get in your way. and that will include any hangups for my disability. But now the funny thing about that is too, is that it's actually kind of been a sort of a positive um, in a lot of senses. Hmm. So here are the reasons why you, why you ask here they are. Here are the well, I didn't really ask, but you heard <laughs> that. You, 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 you heard that thought bubble over my head go, exactly. well, Lachi, please tell us why, you know? <laughs> so, Two reasons why it's actually been more helpful than hindering is number one, it actually makes me work harder, period. So just for me, it makes me work harder. It makes me proud of myself. Um, it makes me not afraid to be proud of myself either because I, I get to be. It's like, hey, guess what? I'm a black female disabled girl and I graduated from college and I have songs that are on the top 100 Beatport charts. I'm with right. a, you know, this and that. So I, I feel very like an extra sense of pride, mm -hmm. uh, and that helps. That helps me work harder. That helps me feel very confident. Um, but then the other thing that helps a lot more to my actual disability, which is of being legally blind but able to get around enough. Um, I don't know if people don't. I can't tell by facial expressions if people don't like me. Hmm. So, exactly. Not, so you you actually can't see me frowning right now. Going, I can't Grr. see how angry you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm um, angry, but I'm laughing. So you know those I two don't mix, right? Happy, sad. Yeah. Um. No. So so if I and I keep using this example, but I'll walk into a bar that I'm not supposed to be at. You know what I mean? Let's say, for instance, it's a very we're all white males -y type of bar right, right. situation. I will walk in and not notice everyone staring at me or giving me the eye or giving me the this and that and walk straight to the bar and order a complicated drink 
And um, by the end of it, I end up having a few friends because mm -hmm. I didn't know I was supposed to feel afraid right. because I can't really see that well. So those are some of the benefits I've actually had from being visually impaired that's helped a little bit, but. You know, it's interesting because uh, when I got the stuff about you, you know, I got the lowdown from your uh -oh. PR people. One of the things okay. that I, I knew you and I were going to hit it off is when it, there's a line in the PR piece that says, you don't let anything hold you back and you've always hated, wow, she's blind and she can do these things. It's kind of like them saying, wow, Rick, you're gay and you have kids? Yeah, it's not an impossibility, folks. Just because I'm gay doesn't mean the sperm doesn't work and I didn't produce children, you know? <laughs> it's kind of that same sort of shit, you know? And I just, I don't get it why people do that stuff. It's like, okay, she's blind and wow, look at this kick-ass stuff she's doing. That's a whole different way to look at this. It's like, she's figured it out and she just keeps figuring it out. So <laughs> I'd say back off, bitches, and let her do her stuff. Back you know? off! Bitches. Oh my God. I love that. That's my next song. I'll give you a percent. There you go. Okay, great. I would love that. I would love that. But, um, I think it's cool that you have like said, okay, the pity parties can go off somewhere else because here I am. This is what I'm here to do. I didn't come to this planet to do anything else. This is what I'm supposed to be here doing. Exactly. And the funny thing is, is that everybody has something. Everybody's got something screwed up or weird. I feel like it's encoded in our DNA to have something that we need to overcome. I don't. <laughs> I feel like everybody has something. They and then, do. But then why? And then, then they go, how do you do that if you dot, dot, dot? But mm -hmm. it's like, all right, well, what's your thing? Well, how do you do it with your thing? Well, I do it because I know my sexy bald head is my sexy bald head, and I don't give a shit that I don't have any hair. So, sexy you know, bald head. Yeah, exactly, girl. So, but I think people take so much of this so freaking serious, and, right. and and then they wonder why they're struggling so much. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, I love the phrase "the struggle is real," but then I always say, "Okay, but is it really a struggle?" <laughs> I mean, do you really have the struggle? I mean, if you right. make it that, then that's what it's going to be. Right. And I mean, we only live once. It's not like we're going to get a second. It's not like it'll be like, you know what? Uh, I screwed this one up. Maybe the next life will be right. fine. It's right. like, have this one, live this one, have freaking mm -hmm. fun during this one. <laughs> and even if there is, you know, it's so interesting that you brought this up because I had another guest a few weeks ago that we were talking through this stuff, very spiritual person. Okay. And they brought up the whole next life thing. And then, you know, everybody's got their opinion about it, but I'm like, okay, but even if you do have another life, don't you want to do like this one really kick ass so that, you know, maybe next time you can just sit back and, you know, eat bonbons and have martinis and not do shit, you know? <laughs> I mean, why not make, I want to be the best martini drinking, chocolate eating person in my next life. I wouldn't give up there either. It's like, why not just do what everything you can do right now? Do everything you can do. And even when you're in a position where you don't want to be there, like make yourself want to be there. Like the other day I had to go to, I had a long day and I ended up having to go to some event that I didn't really want to go to. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got there. And you know, look, there was drinks at the bar. Some people were nice. And even though I really, really didn't want to be there, it's like, enjoy the good things about the situation yes. and allow yourself to have fun because you're the only one that can make yourself happy. So make yourself happy. And it makes, <laughs> it makes me so sad when people can't grasp that concept that actually it's nobody else's job to make you happy. Right. You're right. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're it. And, and the bonus is when other people make you happy, then that's just a bonus on top. 
Exactly. But, but exactly. even when people do, it's still you making yourself happy because you, whatever they did, you have to like grab and go, okay, that made me happy. Exactly. exactly. You're your own universe. You're in your own head. So everything that happens is what you oh, Honey, I, I'm my own universe, my own planet. I'm my own solar system. That's the way I look at life. So. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. It's for real. It's it is. Real. So, so. I love this, just this song, everything about it, because it was pretty much your like smackdown of, okay, all the new girls in the band, you know, I'm going to pay homage to all those beautiful new people that are in Congress that happen to be of that female persuasion. And this is what I do. So I love it. And obviously you were very moved by that too. Otherwise you wouldn't have just wrote this whole song about what I want that body. For sure. I do want that body too. I'm working on it. You want that body. I want that body. So um, where did this idea, I mean, you know, all this is happening in, you know, our really interesting country right now. Um, but what was like, suddenly you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Right. Where did that come from? So honestly, a lot of it is the, the, just the kind of, we started to get into a mindset. And this is not, it just, it felt like a, it bubbled up in 2016 and 2017, where we started having a lot of these um, older, straight white males mm -hmm. um, believing they could act any type of way mm -hmm. uh, towards females and that people can call them out on it and then they can still continue to do it. Mm -hmm. So um, just in case y'all don't get it, we're at church right now. So you better Okay. So I'm going to church. You, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. So here we go. No, let me stop. But, um, but no, but really, uh, and there are just certain stigmas when it comes to the female persuasion of, you know what, sit down, shut up. Yep. Um, if you speak up, you're speaking too loud. You're yelling. Um, you are, um, you're freaking everybody out. You're being too much. You're being hysterical. And mm -hmm. if at any point you find a male attractive or you want to stand up for yourself and be confident, well, you are being an itch bay. You are being mm -hmm. an mm -hmm. So many words to bring women down. And I'm thinking, you know what? When we came in in November mm -hmm. 2018, I mean, we just all, we all stood up. We put on our cute little pantsuit mm -hmm. and we walked the fuck in. Yes. We walked the fuck in. And I said, you know what? It is the, it's the fucking time for the woman. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, we had women's suffrage. We had the, the civil rights and this and that. But we didn't have it like we had it in November 2018, where people just walked in and took the notebooks out of the other men's hands and mm -hmm. sort of put them down and said, it's time for you to listen. Yeah. And that's kind of where that song came from. It's like, you know what? We, we, with women's suffrage, it felt a lot more like men saying, okay, we'll give you something. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll throw you the bone. Yes, yeah. we'll, we'll give you a little bit more and a little yeah. bit more. Um, and November 2018 was women taking. Yes. And I don't see anything wrong with that. And it, it, it just kind of burgeoned into the, why is there so much of a man sitting at a bar checking out ladies and going, oh, I went that one, or I slept with those two, or this and mm. that. And, um, I, I want it to not be a stigma. I don't want a woman to be considered a slut if she has a spank bank. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. Girl, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir here as a gay man. I mean, my, my community, gay men get beat up about this crap all the time. 
And it's like, really? So let me, let's, let's count how many of you old white guys have been, you know, spanking the bank and not really talking about it because it's happening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this putting each other down, which is really as much as I talk trash on this podcast and, and call people out on stuff, you know, I don't really want to put people down, but I want it to like, let's look at this. This is not how we are supposed to be as humans with each other. Right. And the time has come for people to be called out when they're, you know, doing the stuff that says, really, this yeah. is how you're supposed to treat another human being. I mean, I was just reading a news article today, which just cracked me up that some gal in Saudi Arabia who claims to be some well-known scientist has discovered that the reason gay, okay, effeminate gay men and butch lesbians are the way they are is because They've been sexually attacked and they've been infiltrated with a gay worm that she's found the cure for. I'm like, well, girl, good for you. But I guess that doesn't solve the rest of us who aren't effeminate gay man and lipstick lesbians. That doesn't fix the problem. So you kind of got something. But it just it cracked me up because it's like, here we go again. Somebody yeah. is infiltrating saying, this is how I know this to be true. And it's like, no, you don't treat other humans this way. You the treat problem, each other with respect. The problem with that, that whole sort of, um, uh, the, pro the problem with the, um, oh, there's either like a gay gene or there's a gay trauma that happens to all right. gay people and that's why they're a certain way. It doesn't explain so much. No, like, doesn't even begin doesn't to touch it. First of all, sexual preference is a spectrum. Yep. That doesn't explain the people who dabble. That doesn't explain the people who this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. for me, like, mm -hmm. I think girls are hot. If a girl came up to me and said, you know what, let's, let's, if I spent every night of my life with a female that knew everything about me and loved me, regardless of how stupid I am and all the mm -hmm. dumb mistakes I made, then hell yeah, I'll just be with her. Like, right, exactly. I don't, I don't need, um, I, I mean, it's about human connection. Absolutely. And, 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 and so there's no, like, I don't have a gene that is telling me like, oh, I would, you know, if somebody happened to love me despite my mistakes, I will love them back. Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, and, there, and there's no gene either saying that just because you're a woman, you should just wait demurely over there in the corner for the guy to buy you a drink. No, hell no. Exactly. You no, know, this I, I walk up to men and I go, you know what? You're hot. Just sorry. I just thought you should know that. Smack well, them on thank the you. I appreciate that. Even though you're you welcome. can't really see me right now, but you, you can tell by my voice that I'm just one hot stud there. So, you're you know, a we got stud muffin. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm a few muffins. Trust me. I'm a full, <laughs> I'm, I'm a full baker's dozen, honey. So there you stop, go. Stop. But, um, but no, I, I find this so interesting. Just the title of your song is it, it's like, what I want, of course, that body, but I love the what I want mm -hmm. is really what I think so many marginalized communities, whether it's women or gays or Muslims or, you know, people with disabilities, all we're saying is this is what I want. Yeah. Plain and simple. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because I was, um, so I do lots of different things to keep myself, you know, in, in my house and a little bit of food on the table so I don't lose my, 13 pack of muffins, but um, <laughs> I was talking to another client yesterday, working with them on their speakers, and I work with a group of speakers to help them get their speaker businesses off the ground. And he's an amputee, okay. and he does not have 
He has an arm, but he does not have a hand on his left, yes, left arm. Got it. And he said the most interesting thing to me while we were talking, and now he's, he's getting ready to be on the podcast too in, in a few weeks. Mm. He said, yeah, I just came out like three years ago mm. about having a disability. And I'm like, boy, well, first of all, you're fine. He's very fine. But mm. I'm like, boy, how do you hide right. all this time? And he goes, there's ways. He goes, you know, I, I kind of just talk about, oh, you know, I have like a really bad skin disease, blah, blah, blah. You know, right. it'll be interesting. I know some of it and I want to give it away. I don't want to give this all away because it's coming up on a podcast. But I find it so interesting that all of us, what we're saying is this is what I want. I want to be seen, heard, understood, and accepted just for who the fuck I am. You know, that's, you made a good point about coming out. Um, it's something I struggle with too, actually. Uh, because I can, I'm able to carry myself as I, I can appear as if I'm not like, yeah. legal. you know what I mean? I can walk mm -hmm. down the street and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I'll hang out with friends and um, they'll forget and they'll be pointing at something or, and you know, I just won't know what they're talking about. Yes. Uh, but that's why you have that sign that you flash up and hold in your hand and say, bitches, I can't see that. You know, that's I what you do. I, I, I have to like tattoo it on my forehead. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah. And it's, it's, it gets awkward. It eventually gets to a point where it gets awkward and then you're either forced to say it or you just mm -hmm. leave everybody kind of feeling awkward. Um, and so it, it, in the last like couple of years and over the last like three years, I've been very vocal about, hi guys, I'm visually impaired. So what's your name? You know, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, there's no point in hiding it. It's going to come out and it's who I am and it's part of my awesome story. So I may as well allow people to bask in it. Mm -hmm. So who do you credit besides yourself for ah. helping you become so comfortable, powerful in yourself with this beautiful uniqueness that you have? Several people. First of all, I always give thanks to my mom. She's mm. a super strong female. She was always a strong role model in my life. And mm. she's always been very supportive of my dreams and supportive of my goals. And, you know, even when others were like, you're so smart, you should do math. Or right. Doctor. Um, she was always supportive of me. So my mom is definitely one of my biggest influences in terms mm. of being a strong, powerful female. Um, but really, honestly, People like that are just coming out and being really ballsy, like the Ariana Grandes, the Beyonces, the Cardi Bs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're my kind of my peers. It's not like they were out in the 60s or something, but right, right. I just being surrounded in an industry with such powerful women is empowering. Mm -hmm. And and it's it's just that energy that I'm, I'm I'm feeling right now. You know, it's interesting. So we'll go back to the tragic moment in time when 2016 rolled around and we got into this space that we're in. And I said, you know, and it was interesting. I said it a few times on this podcast, right? As the election came to an end and we knew where we were going. And I got a lot of, I got a lot of hit back from it, but I still stand by it. It's like America just came out of the closet. Oh, and oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. We definitely big time. with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then as I watched what just happened most recently with the midterms and, you know, all the beautiful ladies strutting into Congress and everything, I had to say the women just came out of the closet because they're like, okay, we're done. We is done being this way. And I think it's so beautiful because it is that time in history where 
we're having a transformation once again, and it's going to get, you know, tough. It's going to be wonky and all this sort of, you know, the shit is flying everywhere. Shit is hitting the fan and people are colors. Mm -hmm. Women are coming out and going, Hey, by the way, we run the fucking world. So let's do that. Yeah. Let us do it and let us do it well. Let's do it. Let's do it well. And you know, the, all of the people who were just, you know, foaming at the mouth while Obama was president, um, came out and said, you know what? It turns out we were racist and horrible the whole time. Yep. We were being quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And we're all coming back and saying, you know what? We don't accept that. Right. America, yep. that is not America. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I've, I've lost some friends over this because a couple of them, you know, actually came, you know, through different venues, but one was through a Facebook message and said, well, that, you know, basically said that nigger should have never been in the White House. And I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. You cannot be a friend of mine and talk like that because I don't I don't talk that way. It does not it does not set with me. It doesn't it doesn't work any better with me than you calling me a faggot. So you know what? And I stood my ground on that one. I said, really? And I'm not surprised now that I really think about it because this is a high school friend. I went to high school in Arkansas. I there's so much I can see in, in so many of these people that have shown their true colors. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. Now I see the real pieces that were always like, hmm, something's just not quite right here. But, um, well, so, me, I mean, I get it too. Cause like for me, I have always kind of, I've never, I don't know. I don't use slurs mm-hmm. or like, you know what I mean? Like I actually don't use the N word. I say the N word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm one of the N's that say the N word. Um, mm-hmm. and so, and I don't, I don't condone the usage of it in any situation. I don't also, I mean, I don't like it when people say the B word. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Or the C word. Or the C word, and and it's like, and it's it's a lot more common in um in the UK the C word. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, but yep. I I don't I don't understand why it is necessary. Why is mm-hmm. it necessary? Because it's a power play, or it well okay. I have my theory. It's one of two things. It's power play, or it's a lack of a lack of understanding play. So when you don't understand something, the thing you're going to do is do something that's like okay, this is the only way I can be heard or seen, and so you do something but ugly, stupid. That's what it is. You're, you're doing something. And I, and quite honestly, I will be the first to admit I have used the C word a few times with a couple of people because I was just to the point where I'm like, I just got to say something to just really hurt. And then as soon as the word came out, I'm like, I can't believe I actually just said that because it's so out of character for who I am. Right. Right. Because I'm a perfect little princess as everybody knows, but, um, which is so bullshit too. But, um, I, I do think it's this misunderstanding of if I don't know how to do anything to defend my position, then I'm going to just do something that is just really going to hurt somebody. And the thing is, is that doesn't work either. Well, because it only hurts you, right? Like yeah. It only hurts the person that really, because at the end of the day, when you hurt someone else, you don't actually, you're not in their head. So you don't know mm-hmm. how they're feeling, but you're in your own body and you know how you feel. Yep. And so it's one of the reasons I shy away from it because it feels like I would rather not hurt myself. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't want to like friend, like I don't want to hurt myself by hurting someone else. So what do you most enjoy about being this beacon of entertainment and music and creativity? Cause your, your, your light is starting to shine. I can tell, but what do you most enjoy about it? Um, I enjoy all of the amazing people I've gotten to meet along the way. 
Um, I have worked with some really, really dope, amazing human beings in the industry. Um, mm -hmm. Some crazy celebrity household names to some hidden gems that I'm hoping other people will know and love. Yeah. Um, and even currently, I'm, I'm working on some projects that I don't know if I can talk about or not that are just super high profile and amazing. And I just get to be in rooms with people that I wonder, I, I'm just like, me, why am I here? You know, <laughs> who am I? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's been great. And, you know, and it's also been, I mean, I'm growing as a human. Um, mm -hmm. I'm learning my own limits. I'm learning, you know, what I can and can't do, what I can and can't say, how to handle some of these high profile people who, you know, you, I'm being, you know, followed and tagged and whatevered on mm -hmm. social media by these crazy people. And I'm trying to figure out how to do the dance, you know? Right, right. How do well, I interact? And I think that's so, all any of us are trying to do is figure out how right. to do the dance. How do you do the dance? How do you interact? And, right. um, and I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm very like grateful to be in the position I'm in and to have the team I have and to have met the people I'm meeting. Mm -hmm. so. so what's the most challenging thing right now? Ooh, um, that's a good question. I think one of the most ch challenging things for me right now is to stay grounded. Hmm. To, fit, to just always be able to come back and say, hey, Lachi, you know, mm -hmm. look in the mirror, know myself, understand myself, and then just take that, like, you know, the whole then oh, moment for myself. Because I'm so, I'm such a go-getter, so I'm working on anything I can get my hands on. I'm a kind of a yes man. Kind of, yeah, yes, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, to the point where I know that I'm overloading myself. Um, I know that I could fall into a position where I drop balls. Um, yeah. On, on relationships, it, not even work, just like relationship, mm -hmm. social strata, and this and that. Yep, yep. And so I want to make sure that I continue to stay grounded and continue to reach out to the people who have helped me in the beginnings and um, keep my friends in check um, and keep um, at arm's length um, people who are not, don't necessarily have the worst intentions, but right. they're not looking out for me in the ways that I need. I think it's, it's a powerful position to be in. And, um, right. you know, as I, as I started to grow this business, so back 2009 is when I <clears throat> started my coaching practice. And then very shortly after that was when the first quote podcast, we'll call it, it was actually internet radio show was what I began with. And then I started getting some celebrities coming on and I was like, okay, where is this going? And I had to keep saying to myself, if you're not grounded, Rick, what will happen? Right. And I just kept asking myself that question. If you're not grounded in this moment, what will happen? And each exactly. step when things happened, yeah, there's the time you get a little bit, you know, there'll be the times I, just, I know you, I can tell by how you're describing things like, okay, I'm with this. Wow. You know, what do I do? And then there's times right. like, okay, let's just, I'm here. They're human. I'm human. Then let's just right. do this thing. Right. Right. But I always hold myself in that I try to almost always hold myself in that beautiful space of if I'm not grounded, then everything is not really even real. Right. Everything's just but the more I'm grounded, the more I get to really experience what this is really all about. That and the more that you get to show yourself, like the more they get to experience the real you yeah. and you, you leave situations going, well, at least that was me as opposed to shit. I should have, or, God damn it. Why did I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I well, like one of my favorite quotes that I dole out 
several times a week to clients and places is um, the truth of who you are is far more powerful than the false truth of who you're pretending to be. Right. If you don't show people your truth, then (laughs) what's the point? Right. Because you're not presenting who you are. And I've always been very open and very vocal about my past and being infidelity king and all that before I came out of the closet and, and, People are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I'm not doing this to gain, you know, like to do it. I'm doing it to just go, here's my truth. Because the last thing I want to be is president in the Oval Office, which is not a desire at all. And somebody going, oh, but here's something that you didn't know about him. As best as much, I just want to be out there, be truthful and go, this is what you get. When you get Rick, you get me all 13 dozen muffins and a bald head. That's what you get, you know, and a little bit of shit along the way and a few curse words along the way too. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so what's next? I know you're working on some more music. Um, you got some stuff coming up. And uh, for those of you listening, we're going to like preset this up so it doesn't sound wonky. We are pre-recording this. This is going to come out when you guys hear this. Some of the stuff that she's going to talk about has already happened. But um, you got some big stuff coming up in the next few weeks for sure, right? I do. So honestly, tomorrow I'm on, um, I'm actually going to be performing at Rockwood Music Hall, a piano set. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So there's going to be video footage of that if that's not already out <laughs> all over the place. Cool. Uh, and then there's also going to be um, a show May uh, 2nd where, yeah. we, where I'll be showcasing my new release called Fire, which is coming out May 3rd. And that is a song I wrote with Lynx who is also a European DJ. Um, that's going to be a super hot track. Um, it's coming out with Warner, like What I Want did. Mm. And that song, Fire, is basically about, look, we like to get out. We like to do stupid stuff. We like to dress up and go to work and be important people during the day. But we love to just party and have fun, and that's okay. It's okay to have fun, and it's okay to also be normal and not have fun and be both of those people. And so that's what fire is all about. Just going out and doing you. That's and, awesome. that's, and so that's coming out and that's coming yeah, out. So you know what we're doing to the listeners right now? We're like having our own little version of back to the future. Cause this, all this stuff will have happened, but we're taking them back right, and so then we're bringing it to the future. Now. That came and, out last week. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's just so cool. I love hearing this. And I love, I love the concept of fire. It's like, yeah, just go be your badass self. Right. Yeah. Because we don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like we, don't, we ain't got time to pretend that like, it's, it's kind of like, whose life are you living? Live your own life. You ain't got time to be afraid of living your own life. So that's pretty much what fire's about. Mm-hmm. And so I hope you guys go check it out on Spotify and Apple and what else, whatever, whatever you can find Apple. it to listen to. You know, you just said something though, Lachi, that I find kind of ties to my good friend, Laura, who has been on the podcast just recently. She just released her book. It's called Limitless. And so I'm double plugging here, but it ties together with what Lachi just said about being yourself. You don't have time to do this. And one of the, the lines in her book is, who are you giving your votes to, to live your life for you? And I thought, oh, that's a really good line. You know, who are you, who are you handing your votes to, to go live your life for you? It's ridiculous. Right. It's like, I would not give my votes to somebody else to vote for anything happening in this world right now. It's my vote. I get to vote for it. I get to do it. And it's the same thing of if you don't own your life and go do the thing you're meant to do, no matter how crazy, weird or whatever it is, um, one of my 
taglines and I've had some t-shirts made that say this is <laughs> you got to go make your quirk work. I mean, whatever it is, make it work, you know? Yeah. So, um, this is yeah. so exciting. I can't wait to just see more of this because I love seeing people going and doing their passion, doing the thing that they most want to be doing. Right. And especially when I can just have like a girlfriend chat with a girlfriend I've just met that I'm like, if we were in the same city, we'd probably be like besties just hanging out. Going, be okay, besties, I die. Yeah, I absolutely. Die. Absolutely. And I would probably do like a, your other friends go, oh, look at this over here. And then I'd go kick myself in the ass and go, wait, Rick. <laughs> so, um, but, um, so anything you know, else cooking? I know we've gone through a lot of quick stuff here, but um, anything else you can think of that's yeah, cooking coming your way? Yeah, I've got a few other releases that should be coming out um, like after this uh, podcast airs. Um, I've got a, a song in the works with Sony, cool. uh, with a, a producer called Clave, and he's from Sweden. And so that's mm. and, We love uh, the Swedes. They're very oh, handsome. And then I've got a song... Um, I've got another song coming out with, I've got another song ooh, with, um, with Italy. So an Italian producer. And girl, you're just, you're just going all around the country, girl. I am. All around the world. You're like on your own little world tour of picking up producers. Speaking of um, international producers, actually Marcus Schultz, who is a big name in trance. He's actually German. Well, he's German American. Mm -hmm. uh, he and I did a song called Far, and he's putting out a remix in July. Nice. For that. So check that out, especially if you're a trance fan. Mm. So all over the place. We have stuff. I've just got stuff churning out and out and out. So just stay, keep it locked. and We'll keep it locked and loaded. And it almost feels like, Lachi, that, you know, we might have to do a little revisit here in another few months and go, okay, what's the girl percolated up now? So, what's um, she percolated up now? Yeah. yeah I'm she down of course, she'll, she'll probably get to that space. You're like, hmm, Rick Clemens, who is he? Because I really don't have time for him now. Oh, oh, the bald guy. Oh, yeah, I the bald guy with the muffins. <laughs> no, yeah, I would love to be back. Oh, great. So, well, I have enjoyed this conversation so much. And no, I don't say that to every guest. Go listen to some of the podcasts. I don't. Some of them I say it was really good. And others, if there's silence at the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> At the end, I probably fucked up and forgot to say, I really liked this guest. It was really good because I sometimes I'm 55 years old. So sometimes, you know, I have those brain farts that last like a whole three minutes. And then it's like, oh, I guess we're done recording here. So um, right, right, right. But, um, it has been so fun to just get to know you and have you on here. And I'm serious. I would love to bring you back and talk more about what you're doing because I know you're having some impact in the world. You're you're causing people to stand up and really see themselves and go do the things they want to do. So thank you for uncloseting yourself and being totally cool and hip with us today here. I loved it so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right, there you have it. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end, but that's okay. We're going to be back in just a couple of days sharing more stories, tips, tricks, and wisdom for helping you live your life uncloseted. And you know what? You can share it too. Just take a few moments if you like and if you believe in this podcast and share it with someone you know today. Share it from your phone. Go share it on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you are. Maybe even give us a rating review because you know what? It's all about the planet living their life uncloseted. I'm Rick Clemens, host of the show and the guy who helps you make those big, bold moves. And I hope you never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your life uncloseted. Catch you real soon. Take care, everyone.